The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Before World War II, so there are many people that were involved in saving Jewish children and Jewish people in that time. There are many different organizations. And basically in England, Dinah Bramsky was the chief rabbi of England at the time. This was before World War II, Dinah Bramsky was the chief rabbi. They came to him and they said, Rabbi, we all know about organizations that help children, especially Jewish children. They give them a shelter, they give them a bed, they give them food, and they give them a Torah education. Chief Rabbi, I'm sorry to tell you, we're going to have to close these organizations. He said, why? There's no money. The funding is gone. It's becoming the wartime. Nobody's got money. No one's giving any money to organizations. We're going to have to close them. He said, don't worry. We've got the non-Jewish organizations. We'll put the kids over there that have a shelter, that have a bed, that have food. Everything will be fine. They won't have a total education. And Dan Abramsky, it can't be. Give me someone that will give you some money. Give me an idea. Give me a lead. They said, there's nobody. We've tried everything. There's only one, one idea. There's a Jew. He's not really religious. He doesn't keep anything. Uh, he lives in a far town. He's got a lot of money. I don't think I'll give you anything, but you could try. So Danny Bramsky said, for Jewish children, toy education, we got to go. So that's exactly what he did. He took a, straight away, a plate, he could go, went to the, the rich man's house, knocked on his door and said, dear rabbi, the chief rabbi of England is there. Welcome, come inside. What can I do for you? So he told him, I'm here for Pekuach Nefesh. Life and death situation. Rabbi, tell me what it's all about. So he said, he told an organization, and the kids, they need a new place, and there's no more money, and we're going to take them to another one, and they won't have a toy education, what they're going to do. He said, rabbi, it's not Pekuach Nefesh. Pekuach <laughs> Nefesh means someone's going to die. <laughs> I give money to the Red Cross. I give money to all these organizations that actually, you know, help people not to die. These kids will have food. They'll have a bed. They'll have a house. They'll have a roof over their heads. No. So they won't have a Torah education. That Abraham says, it's Pekuach Nefesh for a child not to have Torah education. Said, Rabbi, I don't know what you're talking about. Great schmooze, but it's not for me. I don't know what you're talking about. Have a wonderful day. Meeting closed. That Friday night, that Friday night, 11 o'clock at night, the rich man gets a phone call. He doesn't keep anything. He lifts up the phone. Hello, this is Diana Bramsky here. It's Friday night. It's Shabbos. I'm calling you to tell you how we have to have money for these Jewish children. This is Bekuach Nefesh, and I'm calling you on Shabbos. I'm not getting involved in the Aloch and Shail. It's more to us, and it's not the point. But why? Do, what do we see from there? That a Torah education isn't just a nice thing. Geschmack, you learn another Torah. Geschmack, you learn an Ilbert Chumash, another Mishnabur. No, it's a lifeline of a Yid. It's the only thing that gives a person life. And we have to appreciate that. I spent Shabbos, last Shabbos, in Queens. It's a very, very hush of a people. And they're staying with me was a blind man. Hush of a Yid, a blind man. He became blind, at, I can't remember exactly the age, 25, 27, whatever it was. He was able to see for a number of years, the beginning of his lifetime. He must be that 35, 40, whatever it is, and unfortunately he can't see. He told me, tell the Bachrim the following message. He told me to tell the Bachrim. I have just to tell you. He said, tell them, you know, there's one thing that I miss. You know what I miss? Opening up a Gemara and learning. I can't do it. Yes, I can listen to a she. It's great, and I can listen to Shiurim, and there's Braille, and there's computers. Beautiful. But I can't have the simcha of opening up an Elum Metzias and figuring out Pshat and Gemara. He said, tell the Bochum I miss it. Tell the Bochum that if HaKadosh Baruch Hu did this to me only to make me understand the sweetness of learning Torah, then I got the message. That's what he told me. He told me to tell the message to you. Obviously, we have no understanding and appreciation 
of what Torah is for us and what Torah can do for us. M. Kodesh says if we understood the Hashivas of Torah, we would go Meshuggah. Lashav Dorachayim HaKadosh. We'd go crazy. We'd run around the whole day saying, Om Rabbi, Because we don't understand the Hashivas. As Chazal tell us, Talmud Torah connected Kulam, Talmud Torah is worth everything. When a person sits and opens up a Gemara and opens up a Mishnayis or a Chumash or whatever it is, the Malachim in Shomayim are singing Shira because you're learning HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Torah. Next time you open up a Gemara, think about it. Think about what it does to your Neshama. But more than that, think about what it does to your life. Because in future, Be'ez HaShem, you guys are going to grow up and you're going to go places wherever you go, wherever you do. Where's Torah going to be a place in your life? Is it going to be one of those things that you just have to be doing? You know, yaitza for an hour, I went to my Dafyomi Shea, I'm Yaitza, I'm good, I'm okay, I'm a good Jew because I learned for 20 minutes. Or is Torah Hashivas in your life? Then it means something to you. And even if you do go to work and do whatever you do, but Torah is going to remain Hashiv in your life because you understand that the only thing that's going to give you satisfaction in life, the only thing that's going to give you a Simcha, a Gishmak, is Torah. Everything else is fake. Check. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.